This is Brett. And this is Sean. And this is Bonus BS. Bonus BS, a supplemental show to Gaming and BS podcast, where we cover interviews and other such topics not found in our weekly episodes. Enjoy. Hi, this is Sean with Gaming and BS. This is an episode of Bonus BS, and we're meeting with Josh Hoyt today of Gamehole Con. He is the official director of games, is his title. Welcome to the show, Josh. Thank you, Sean. Happy to be here. Yeah, we, Josh and I have just, I've, I drank my coffee much sooner than Josh did. He's, <laughs> he's just starting. I am still working through it. Still working through yesterday's coffee at the office. So by the time we get towards the end of this talk, Josh will be completely wired and not want to get off this show. And I will be like, hey, dude, I'm crashing. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. It'll all work out. All right. Thanks for coming, Josh. Appreciate it. Yeah. My pleasure. How long have you been associated? Okay. Well, we should probably start out. Gamehole Con is a gaming convention here in Madison, Wisconsin, held November 6, 7, and 8 of this year. It's always been in November. They're in their third season. This will be their third con. Uh, and Josh has been a part of that. How long have you been a part of Gamehole? Well, yeah, of course, for readers, listeners that don't know, the uh, the Gamehole is uh, a, a longstanding gaming group in uh, Madison. Going back, I don't know, over a decade or so or more, maybe 15 years. It's a long time. I can't remember the exact number. But I, I've been uh, involved for... Uh, like five years, five or six years, something like that. That sounds about right. Three years with uh, the con here. I, so I've, I've, since the beginning, I've been uh, helping out with the con in this role that I am in. So, which is the uh, the games guy, game synergist, <laughs> something like that. Event, exactly, event synergist. Yes. Now we've interviewed Alex. Right. Right, and he that was on episode seven of Gaming in BS. So if you haven't checked that out. You know, check out and and you and I actually. So it's funny. I actually met Alex and Josh. Well, I met Alex through Josh. Yep. Yeah. We and I, I was trying to remember um, which game we played in first. Was it Frank's Wretched Swamp that we played in first, or was it the Call of Cthulhu game? It was the Call of Cthulhu game by right. Michael Brown of Dead Games, right. Dead Game Society, who's yes. on a podcast, but he wasn't yeah. back then, and neither were we. And that's right. And that was the that was the thing that was that the thing they brought back the the Titanic one no yeah well, no it was it was it was a Titanic well one. it was the uh, murder on the or murder on the love boat or horror oh is that it it was horror on the love boat something like that something yeah. with the I love boat well, no we met before that though we met at, uh, at Frank's game Frank's Wretched Swamp game was a long time ago though no we no. didn't do the, the love boat game wasn't that old was it yeah that I mean, was the first time I met you. Uh, my memory's getting fuzzy, man. Yeah, <laughs> I need more coffee. Brittany Petrie was there, I think. That's right. And you, yeah. And Colin, I think Colin from Dead Game sat oh, in on yep. that. Yep, yeah, that might be right. And I don't remember. There might have been one other person, but yeah, we were. Yeah, so they kind of give you some background. Yeah. Michael Brown's from Dead Game Society. They have a podcast. He's kind of a co-host, and he runs a lot of the. Uh, he dresses up in costume and runs kind of a production when he runs a game. And he ran Call of Cthulhu D20, I believe, and it was called mm-hmm. like Murder on the Love Boat. And we all played members of the Love Boat cast. Right. And that's you, right. You were like, I was Gopher. Gopher. I think I was Gopher. Yeah. I was Gopher. Yeah. And, and I you, think, were, you, you were Isaac, weren't you? I was Doc. Oh, you were Doc. That's I was, right. I was okay. Doc. 
So some of you younger listeners, if you have no idea what we're talking about, go on like Nick at Night, pull up the Love Boat, and watch a couple episodes. It's an Aaron Spelling show, so it's kind of got a canned. Awesome 70s cheesiness. It's just fantastic. <laughs> so Michael, I still think, I yeah, I still have his lay. Like he made mm-hmm. lays and then he yep, had- Yep, I have ones. I had that too, yeah. And the, the uh, badge that says your mm-hmm. like name, like gopher or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And then and I've got mine as well. But it's a huge. We should have a, re- a reunion tour. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Get the band back together. So when I met Josh, he's like, "Hey, just uh, your mess and all." You know, we made some small talk, and then he's like, "Oh, we got a con," and he slipped me like a bookmark or something. It's like, "Hey, you know, you should come to our con." I'm like, "Oh, that's great," and I'm like, "Who is this guy? I've been in Madison for a while, never heard a game hole. They got a con. Those guys. I mean, I ran Grumbling Dwarf. I never heard of these guys." And then later that evening, I ran into Josh at Frank's game. That's when we ran into Frank's game mm. either that night or the next night. Right. Yep. And then Josh and I kind of talked and then like over email, he's like, Hey, you should meet. Oh, I registered for game hole. Still right. haven't, still haven't met Alex. And there was a bit of a fiasco with my registration. That's I, right. I got perturbed. I should, yes. I, I should. Now I look back and go, Alex should think I'm a complete asshole, but uh, they're <laughs> like, Hey, not. something happened. Um, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, I really wanted these games. I'm really going to be ticked off. If I don't get them. And I was like, Nope, we're going to take care of you. <laughs> And then the customer is always right. And Josh said, Hey, you guys should meet. And then, you know, I, I talked to, I probably talked to Alex more than Josh, unfortunately, but <laughs> no, knock on Alex. Anyways. Yeah. So that's how we met. And then we've, yeah. we've been associated. We go there and I, I like seeing Josh mm-hmm. and Mike and the whole crew of game hole. And we've been, you guys have been very hospitable and it have invited even Brett and I to play. And yep. have you missed that game with Frank. I did, yeah, that one time, yes, and not just, but not just at, uh, not just at uh, Gamehole Con, of course. You know, we we always see each other at Gary Con too, yeah, and yep. yeah. so there's a there's a whole uh, a whole gaming history there. Yeah. Now, how often how often do you game? Uh, with the with the Gamehole guys, we try to game once a week. You know, it's 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 hard sometimes with schedules and all that, but usually we try to hit hit it once a week. And then, of course, there's you know a couple conventions every year. And uh, we oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, Josh. Let me get this straight. You you have kids. Yeah. Now how yeah. how old are your kids? Uh, yeah, eleven, uh, thirteen, and fifteen. So you have three kids. Yeah, I think I've met one of them or two of them. Yeah, yeah. And you you are you married? I am, yeah. So he's married, ladies. Okay, so he's off the market. <laughs> and now let me get this straight. You try to game every week. We try to, yeah. It's 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 like poker night, you know. I mean, right. you gotta have your gotta have your release, your outlet, you know. And two cons a year. Um, one or two, three, well, three. three. You count our own, yeah. So Gary Con, Gen Con, and uh, and Game Hall Con. And you run a con, right? You're part of yeah. running the con, right? Oh, yes. Huh. Funny. That's really, that's crazy. Cause I, I, I have people that tell me that they have maybe one kid or two kids and a wife and they, they don't have time to game. I, I don't know. That's strange. Uh, you're must be, I, I, you must you be an enigma. Time. You yeah. got to make time, Sean. You got to make time. Is that, really? Is. I, is that what that I, is? I, I, I sacrifice some sleep. That's all. <laughs> that's the main thing I sacrifice is sleep. So it all works out. You look fine without any sleep. I'm just saying. Uh, you know, I, well, again, I'm halfway through a cup of coffee, so, you know, right, that should so be good. If you can't pick the facetiousness out of my voice, if you don't, if you don't find time to game, you're not going to game, right? And there's right. a, there's exactly. a way to balance it. Uh, you know, and it doesn't have to be, um, you know, it doesn't have to be something that is, uh, you know, so, uh, so 
hardcore as maybe some of the things that we do. I mean, family game night or get together with with friends and, you know, you know, couples night and you pull out your favorite uh, board game or card game, you know, play a little dirty cards against humanity or something like that, you know, or get the kids around the table and play games with the kids. And, and that's, you know, that's a, a great way to to get your gaming fix in and, and play some fun games and there's places you can go to try new games you know I mean it doesn't have to be a convention you can go to stores like I'm bored in Middleton who have it has a great games library where you can just walk in there go in the games library pull out a game you've never played sit down and try to figure it out you know at a table in an afternoon and so you know there's a lot of a lot of ways to get that stuff done so. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And uh, of course, I and the reason I bring that up is because I run into folks that, oh, yeah, I used to game, but I don't game anymore. And I think they've been beaten down all these years and just haven't mm-hmm. gone back to it. And I know that it's probably burning in them a little bit, or at least if you spark it. Well, I, I that, you know, that's a that's a great, uh, a, a great sort of hook for this, because that is almost exactly um how I got back into things. It was, you know, I was, uh, growing up as a kid, I was a gamer. I, you know, I was, I remember playing first edition D and D and, you know, I've got the the blue box and the pink box and, you know, all these old modules and stuff. And, you know, but then in, I kind of fell away from it in high school and, uh, you know, I just didn't have that many people to play with. So it was hard to, to get a game going and, you know, and then sort of just drifted away from it, college and, you know, young adulthood. And, uh, uh, you know, one of the, the game holders, uh, Jason Knudsen was always bugging me. You got to come to game night. You got to come on, come, come to game night. Then I was always like, Oh, you know, yeah, you know, and there was always something going on, you know, oh, I've got this or I've got that, or, you know, Oh, I'm just too tired tonight. And, um, and finally, finally one, one day, one dark day, I got, uh, uh, dragged down into the game hole when it was in the basement of Alex's house. And, uh, and, played uh played my first game with the group and you know i really haven't looked back since and uh you know now it's uh now 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 it's sort of my uh deep dark dirty addiction but you know that's fine it's it's all good sounds so dirty yeah (laughs) well you know we have played in michael brown's games before so oh all right (laughs) awesome now um game hole con uh what because you know obviously that's what we have you on the show for what it's a convention it's been three years you guys are growing like gangbusters you're going to a new venue this year bigger venue yep, yep. what what makes so you know you go to gary con you go to gen con you go to origins you go to north texas rpg con you go to con on the cob and all you know mm-hmm. kubla con and blah 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 con and this is the con and sean con and all these cons and all of them are, are good no doubt when people put in their effort to make it worth going to it, it. People love cons and it's great stuff that they're doing. But what do you think sets game hole con aside from all those? Why would somebody want to come to game hole con? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. I think, um, I don't, I don't know that I could point to one specific thing. I, I think there's probably two or three things that, that kind of make it, it special and set it apart. I think, you know, one of which is, and I know Alex probably discussed this on his podcast, as I recall, uh, which is the, just the attention to detail. I mean, you've got a group of guys who, 
or putting on a con, you know, our, our, our mission was always, let's put on a con that we would want to go to. We are, you know, we're discerning con goers. We've been to many cons. Let's put on one that we would really want to go to the con that we would want to attend. And so, you know, so there's a lot of attention to detail, some of which most people might not even realize, but there's so many little sort of geeky touches here and there that we add to this thing to make it try to make it really special. And we've actually ended up pioneering a lot of stuff in the process that a lot of other cons don't do. Um, you know, the adding in the, the, a playable adventure into your, into your, uh, uh, catalog game that everyone gets, uh, you know, the, everyone who got their, uh, packet with their tickets and their, uh, you know, their badges and all that stuff last year, you know, rather than sticking it in an envelope, we had these like gorgeous, uh, eight by 11 uh, folders with like a printed map on them that we had specially made for this thing. So it was like the old um, sort of like the old gazetteer stuff from, you know, from the early days of D and D and, you know, those are all kind of small little touches that are sort of like, you know, kind of little wow factors that just make it kind of cool. And so that's obviously one, one piece of it. I think um, the other is, I think we've, I don't know, gone out of our way to try to make it feel, um, feel very welcoming um, feel very, you know, try to make it feel, it's still a small con, obviously, you know, compared to a Gen Con or an Origins or a Dragon Con or whatever. But I, I think it's still, you know, it's got a very um, intimate feel. And even when you get to um, the new the new venue uh, this year, you're still going to feel, even though it's a much bigger space and we're anticipating that we may top easily a thousand this year, I think, in terms of attendees, I hope that's probably, a, probably where we'll be and maybe more. And but it'll still feel uh, intimate in terms of the the space. And I, uh, if you've been to some cons where you you know, and, and Gen Con's a great example. It's 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 a huge spectacle, but you know it is it's huge. I mean, you walk around, you could walk for miles. Yeah. And and you and when you're like, oh crap, my game's on the entire other end of this thing, and it's going to take me 20 minutes to walk there through the sea of people. Uh, you know. That that can be some somewhat daunting sometimes, but you know here even at the the way the Align Energy Center is configured, um, everyone's going to be still very close together. There's not a there's not some long uh, you know death march you have to make to get to to one end of the building. It's all very close. The rooms are all neat near each other, even though there's two floors. Again, there's a stairwell up, and it's all right there next to each other. So it's um, it's still going to have a very sort of small, intimate feel where everyone's there and you can see people and you see people, you know, and it's like, Hey, how's it going? You know, and you pass them in the hall or get a chance to talk to them really quickly. And I think that to me, that's what makes a con fun is seeing people, you know, or meeting new people and just having a chance to talk and not having it be just this giant crush of, of humanity. That's, you know, moving, moving back and forth, like, you know, like the waves or something. Um, and so I think that's a, you know, again, a, a big piece of it as well. So, um, and I don't know. I mean, are there other things that sort of make it special? Um, you know, I, I think we've got a obviously just a great. Uh, we've got a great list of games, to be honest. We have, I mean, just a lot of really great GMs who and DMs who are putting these awesome games in. And um, I mean, if you when this list gets released, I mean, our list. I've always been impressed with our, our games list. This one is, is going to be just crazy. We've got a lot of fun stuff in there. There's still a lot more to come, even that, that we haven't even set. Oop. You still there? Lose you, Sean? There you yep, go. No. Yep. Uh, you, you paused. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Um, I switched because I was starting to get some interference. I had to close an app quick. So sorry, Josh. Oh, no worries. 
That's okay. Uh, yeah, I was saying the uh, you know the games list is, uh, is is pretty amazing, and it's all. I mean, that's all. That's nothing we do. That's all because of the the you know the people who are putting these games in, submitting these games, and running them. And that's you know that's really ultimately what makes the con uh, great is is the games that are there. So sweet. So now events. How uh, now it's open currently? When did event uh, re- event submission start? Uh, I think we started April. 4th. First, I want to say that sounds about right. Okay, and it's um, it's still yeah. open. Yep, yeah, it's still open. We will actually we will not close it. Uh, well, last year it was right up until the very end, almost. Uh, I think we were within like a month of the con that we finally closed it, and that was just because we had to, you know, had to send some stuff to print. And I, actually, I think there was even some games we approved afterwards just because people were like, Oh, I want to get my game in. They're like, okay, fine. It's not going to be in the catalog, but it's, it's, it'll be there. It'll be in the system. Um, uh, so yeah, so we'll, we'll approve them up until the end. Obviously the, if you know, we're, we're planning on releasing the games list, the preliminary list next week at some point. And so, you know, we obviously want to have as many people get their stuff in by then as, as possible. And so I've been frantically, going through and approving games. And I think I'm, if you haven't got your game approved and you're listening out there, it's, it's coming. I promise <laughs> it's, I'm working through the list. So, uh, how many, now that's the big question. How many events are we looking at, Josh? I mean, you're probably dealing with like what handful. Yeah. Just, just a couple. Um, <laughs> so we are, um, ah, boy, I think it's, 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 Oh, I haven't looked this morning. So in terms of overall events, I think we're somewhere around five thirty to five fifty. Um, now obviously that includes, uh, some seminars. Uh, we got about maybe 15 or so seminars and these are great. 20. You have 20. Is, is it 20? Wow. Well, that- yes. 20, 20. No, it's a, it's a, 20. it's a great number. Um, and it, and they're just some great seminars. I mean, you can get a chance to go you know, listen to, uh, you know, Chris Perkins dish about, you know, what the next big thing coming, you know, with D and D is, and, uh, you know, or hear from, uh, you know, someone like Frank talk about Frank Menser talk about the old days of D and D or, or learn about uh, new games out there, you know, like 13th age and stuff from the guys that designed them. So there's just, I mean, there's just some great, uh, you know, great seminar opportunities there. Um, we have, in fact, I was, I, I joked at you, that with you that I was getting some data together for you. Um, oh, really? Uh, but yeah, so we, uh, so we're 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 heaviest in role playing games. That's kind of our our biggest thing. Obviously, we're tabletop gaming, so that's you know our 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 big four items are the you know role playing games, board games, card games, and miniatures events. And then of course we have some seminars and other events going on as well. Um, you know, we're heaviest in role-playing games, um, probably followed by board games and card games and, and miniatures is there too. It's a smaller piece of it. Um, but we have some great miniatures events and it's not as big of a piece of the industry, but you know, you've got the war machine stuff. And, you know, if you've never seen those set pieces for those games, they're just crazy. They're just amazing, uh, you know, spectacles to watch some of these games. They're really fun. Just the detail that goes into a lot of the, the work that they, uh, that have gone into those games. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's kind of where we are and we can take more. I mean, uh, you know, it's getting hard to, uh, sat- Saturday midday, as you might expect is starting to fill up. That's the, uh, you know, that's obviously peak, peak time for, for a con like this, you know, between 10 and 10 and four, it, you know, it's a hard time finding a spot if you want to uh, run a game at that point. Um, but, uh, we've got, we still have spots in other, other, uh, 
places. You want to come in, run something, uh, you know, Friday during the day or, or on Sunday, we got plenty of options there. Um, you know, plenty of game slots to be had. Um, there's always, and, and then even then, if, if we filled up all that and you still wanted to run something, uh, you know, of course we have open gaming and, um, I don't think that gets talked about as much, but you know, you, you go to cons and, and one of the, uh, great things about, um, uh, you know, going to a con is just grabbing a game, going, buying a game out of, off of the dealer hall and, and going, sitting down and playing it with some friends. And so open gaming is a place where you can just go sit down and play, play your own thing. You don't have to have a ticketed game. You don't have to sign up for anything. You can just, just do your own thing. And, uh, we've got a, a just a bunch of tables, um, for, for that as well. Now, Josh, you mentioned like 530, 50 games. Mm-hmm. Yep. How, how many did you have last year? That's a great question, and I have that answer for you. Sweetness. <laughs> so uh, and just to give you a sort of a, uh, an idea of, of the growth, um, I, I would say that by the time we're done this year, I wouldn't be surprised to see us, you know, 550 to 600 in terms of overall events um, by the time we're done. And um, last year, I think in terms of <clears throat> discrete events, we were a uh, little over 400. So a um, little over 400 events. And then first year, year one, we were at about 225 events. 225 in year one. So, yeah, so there's <laughs> so there's been some really wow. Yeah, so there's been some big big. Uh, we're we're dealing with growth here. We're dealing <laughs> with uh, managing growth. Um, and you know the nice thing about where we're going to be. I mean, the, the Sheraton was great. Uh, they did a lot of good stuff for us, and it was a great. I thought it was a great space to game in. Um, but you know, obviously, as you've seen, we just really outgrew the space, uh, and and we're continuing to grow. Um, and and the Latin Energy Center will give us that that growth potential because there's so much more space that we can grow into, and um, you know, and, and that will will allow us to to sort of do more, uh, offer more as as we you know get more attendees down the road. But uh, yeah, it's it's kind of it's a it's a great time to be a gamer, I guess. Yes. Yeah, you know? So besides the obvious challenge of growth for you specifically, what other challenges do you face as a as events person, because some people may think, oh yeah, events guy. Oh, you just submit them, you know, mm-hmm. put some tables down, and uh, right. they show up and they play. It's like, hey, easy peasy, right? Right. Yeah. The uh, I would say the the biggest uh, and hardest part of my job as as the games guy um, is not the actual approval part. You know, I mean, yeah, I look them over, I make sure that there's, you know no funny characters and typos and things like that and make sure that all the stuff is filled out right before I hit save and approve. But the, um, the hardest part is, is the actual space allocation piece of it, because that's, you know, really by being the games guy, I'm, I'm sort of the de facto space person too. space management. Yes. Yeah, space management. So, <laughs> you know, and, and what, what that means is, you know, just like I said, I mean, I, I can't just go hit approve, approve, approve and all these games. Then I'll find out, Oh crap, I've got no place to put these people on Saturday midday. Here's, so there, here's the sidewalk. Here's parking yeah. lot. Hey, I need you to move that it, car. It, well, you know, and it, sometimes it comes down to that. You know, <laughs> we, it's, it is like, uh, it is, you know, it, to, to use our, uh, um, 
you know, our, our uh, t uh, DGS reference, but, uh, you know, it is like rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. You know, we, uh, we, you know, sometimes you have to be like, okay, so where am I going to put this guy? And, you know, this one's going to go here. And, you know, you try to give everyone their first choice and not have to go back and say, uh, you know, oh, well, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't fit you in here. And is there another time we can, we can do? And so then I, I've got to, you know, sort of run that, that piece of it too. the, uh, the sort of customer, uh, you know, customer communications and talking about, you know, where, where I can put them or, or finding out, you know, if they have a special need in terms of table size and, you know, there's always some stuff like that, that pops up. And so it's, it's just dealing with all those pieces too. It's a big juggling, juggling match. So is it, is it, is it better to submit an event right away? Is there, is there preference given to like, Hey, the earlier and the sooner, the more mm -hmm. chance you I have? Think so. I think so. I, I, I would say, you know, I, I try to, when, when we go through, I always try to give, give preference to people that have gotten their stuff in sooner. Um, that, that just seems fair. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, there are certain things that, that I have to keep in mind when I do that. I mean, I know, for instance, like, you know, the, um, the miniatures, the war machine guys, I mean, they're going to need 20 tables to run a, to run an event. And, you know, they came last year, they had a successful time and an event there. And so I knew I needed to keep some tables set aside for them because they're going to have their stuff when they, it comes in and it's in now and it's, it's in the system. But, you know, there's, there's sort of pieces like that where it's like, well, I know we've got a, a D and D room and, you know, we're going to run, run adventurers league there. And I have to set aside so many tables for them and so many tables for Pathfinder society and, and, you know, all that kind of thing. And so there's, there's, there are some things that are going to, uh, get in the way of, of me putting people just wherever they want to be. Um, so, yeah. So what are some of the incentives for running games at game hole? Pat, pat on the back. You know, yeah, exactly right. Uh, exactly get to be the, right. you yeah. get to be just the person a, in charge for four hours. Mm -hmm. of yep, A lot of attaboys. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, we, uh, I think we've got a really great, uh, GM rewards program. Uh, we've, we've done it for two years now. This will be the third year. Um, and, and we're, we're making it better every year. Um, the, the, the bottom line is if you run 14 hours worth of gaming at the convention, you get your, your badge for the weekend comped. Um, so that's, you know, to me, that's, that's a great, uh, a great incentive right there. But beyond that, of course, we, we go solicit, um, from, uh, publishers all over the place, people like, you know, Chaosium and, uh, uh, Pezo and all those guys, and they send us stuff. And, uh, we, so we have this giant prize pool and we will do, uh, raffle lotteries for our GMs throughout the con as well. And so those guys will end up winning an opportunity to basically pick from this pile of prizes. And there's some great, great stuff in the, in these, in these prize, in this prize pool that we have, um, you know, board games, RPGs, just all sorts of materials. And, uh, so, you know, it, if you run a bunch of games, there's, there's a really strong chance you're going to get, get picked for something. I mean, that, that's just how it, how it works out. Um, and then this year, the, you know, the big thing we're adding this year, which is really great too, is we have, we're going to have a GM lounge, Ooh. Is, that, is that not a cool thing, right? A GM lounge, and uh, so it, what a it's going to GM lounge. I, I've oh, I don't know if Gen. I don't even think Gen Con has that. I mean, yeah. that's that's. Hey, I'm the GM because I think GMs drive. They drive right. the industry. Absolutely, the green room yeah. man. Exactly right. So the it's what it's going to be, um, and I, I I believe I don't 
know that I'm speaking out of turn by saying I believe uh, ACD Distribution is going to be um, sponsoring it, I think. Um, but I'm not, I'll have to verify that with Alex. But, uh, you know, so we've got someone, you know, we've got this little uh, space that GMs can go sit down, uh, you know, get some coffee, a little snack, and just relax if they want to prepare for their next game and, and just to be a little place to be away and, and have it be a little, uh, you know, a little quieter and set aside where they can kind of collect their thoughts before they move on to the next game. And so I, it, I think it's a fun idea. We've got all this space in the, in the lobby of the uh, line energy center. And so we're going to, you know, have that, uh, have that on one, on one end of the, uh, uh, up the lobby area so that, you know, the little place that's going to be, you know, curtained off and just kind of a, a place where they can hang out. Of course, the other end of the uh, lobby area is where we're going to have the stage and, you know, that's where the metal band is going to be Saturday <laughs> night. So. <laughs> so, you know, but yeah. Uh, now, okay. So now I know that stuff happens. I'm a game master. I can't, yeah. I can't get to my game. I submitted it. Josh approved it. Uh, what do I do? Well, uh, yeah, that's, uh, it happens from time to time. Um, we have, uh, you know, there, there are, um, the, the best thing to do would be to just send an email to the, uh, to the con and let us know that, Hey, it's, it's, you know, I'm not gonna make it for whatever reason. And that happens. And we try to accommodate and really when that happens, um, you know, our, our main focus at that point shifts to the players because we want to make sure that they're going to get into, something else and you know and yes it may be disappointing maybe that was the one thing they really really wanted to play obviously we have no control over that but um you know we want to make sure that we get them into something else uh that that they're hopefully going to enjoy and and you know part of part of my job part of all of our jobs i guess as uh the guys running the con is that you know we've played lots of games and um and we want to be able to provide recommendations to people and say Oh well, you know, sorry, this game didn't go off. But if you like something like this, then here, try try this game. You know, you may you may find it enjoyable. Um, and so, you know, we we do our best to try to you know keep the customer happy, basically. Now, um, oh shoot, I just forgot the question I was going to ask you. Oh, oh god, I just I'm like, oh, I got a follow up question, and it just went right outside my head. Coffee's wearing off. It is like I'm starting <laughs> to crash already. Um, no, I was going to ask, and I know it's going to come to me like, oh, at the end of the conversation, boom, and then I'm going to be like, oh, darn it. Um, shoot, Spa. Anyways, what, um, any special events coming up? So, like, any premiere events or some of the highlight events that um, are kind of outside the norm? Yeah, yeah. We've got, um, obviously, a lot of great stuff like that. Um, you know, the just to start with our our sort of raft of special guest games um you know all of our we have a huge lineup of special guests i couldn't even begin to rattle all the names off you can go on onto the website www.gameholecon.com and uh and see that list and i don't even know that that's a complete list i mean there's there's more people that are coming beyond that um and uh you know they're all there to run games you know that's that's something we ask of our special guests is you know hey you know part of being here is is running a game for people and so you know you have the chance to sit down and play a game you know within these special event games uh with in, in some cases the the designers themselves the people that actually wrote these games um and and that's a pretty special thing i mean you know you and i both had the opportunity to play with like you know frank menser one of the guys who you know 
help create a lot of that original D and D content uh, that we, you know, that we played as kids. And, you know, that was always a, a real gas for me to be able to do that. And, um, you know, or sit down with, and play a game with Chris Perkins. I mean, that's, that's just crazy. I mean, that, that's so much fun. Uh, you know, so, and so, so I think like Steve Jackson's going to run a game. That is, that is the rumor. Yes. That is what I huh. hear. I mean, you know, can you have an, you know, an opportunity to play something with Steve Jackson? That's just amazing. Right. I mean, Ed, Ed Greenwood possibly. I know he's got some personal things going on, but yeah, there's some there's some scheduling. Yeah, that that that's hopefully that will work out one way or the other. We'll see. Uh, we obviously want to, you know, what's best for Ed as far right. as that goes. Um, you know the, but there's yeah, there's just a huge huge lineup uh, of folks, and so you know those are all those games are all themselves are really special. Uh, there's also some other things that are really neat. Um, if anyone was at the con last year, uh, you know, we have the dungeon bastard coming back. He's sort of a, a, you know, kind of a resident guest at this point. And, uh, and he's awesome. Uh, and, uh, and so he ran for us, uh, a, a charity event, which his, uh, I think it was his world's worst dungeon crawl last year. And what a great event that was. I mean, it was basically a spectator event. He, uh, we had four, tickets that people could buy at uh, at 50 bucks a pop uh those were for you know and it was all going to charity it was going to our, our charity partner last year second harvest food bank and and then the two additional seats were uh, anyone could have a chance at it basically we did a big dice roll off uh and if you paid 20 bucks you could get in there and, and try to try to win those last two seats and so i think all in all we raised something like a thousand dollars or whatever for um for a second harvest, which is, which they were really excited about. And it was just a fun event. I mean, there was, I don't know how many spectators were in the room. I think there was probably at least 30 people watching that game and it was just raucous and fun and, and crazy. And he's doing that again this year. Um, and so, you know, that's just, uh, you know, that, that kind of stuff is sort of awesome, fun outside the norm, uh, kind of events. And there's, you know, there's other things that are just, just fun spectacles. I mean, you know, you probably from Gary Khan, you remember you've seen uh, the, the stuff that, you know, Jolly, Jolly Blackburn does there. They had that huge table with this giant, their, their port of chaos set up, um, you know, for Hackmaster. And uh, it was just, you know, just beautiful. I mean, just the, all this detailed handcrafted, uh, you know, set. And it's just a spectacle to see this game. And it's just, you know, it's an RPG game, you know, yeah. but and, the, but the spectacle itself is amazing. So. And for those that don't know who Jolly Blackburn is, is he's, he's going to be there this year? Yes. Yep. So he's going to be there, but he's for part of Kenzer Co. And mm-hmm. he does Knights of the Dinner Table. Dinner Table. Yep. Yep. And Hackmaster. Baker. And Hackmaster, yeah. yeah. And if yeah. you ha- and if and kudos to him because the Kickstarter he had a Kickstarter for live nights of the dinner table, like a, ah, a, li- right. a live live action. So he does nights of the dinner table, which is a comic, and it's yeah. about a group of gamers. So if if you haven't checked it out, check it out. And then uh, he kickstarted it, and so some of the folks from like mm-hmm. uh, the gamers movie, mm-hmm. the movie, yep, right, yep. are playing yep. char- his characters of the comic strip, and they just released the video literally like yesterday or the day before. It's on YouTube, um, and so I think that's going to be kind of a series. And he pr- he produces it, and I think he's an executive producer, and it's yeah. So that's something. But I just cool. wanted to point out Jolly. Now, Josh. Yep. Now I register for the con. I get my badge. So I got to pay for every game or how do you give generic tickets to everybody? How's that work? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So when we do uh, after you, badge registration happens first, obviously um, there's a couple of levels of badge registration. You can do one day or the weekend. And then we do have a, a, a VIG, very important gamer uh, badge level, which is, you know, if, if you don't mind paying a little more, it gets you a lot more swag. Uh, but really the, the big uh, benefit I think to it is it gets you early registration. So, you know, you want to get into that awesome game uh, and sit with uh, Chris Perkins well that's the you know that's your best chance because those those special event games are going to fill up is it swag or swag 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 oh, I don't do know, you know it's like maybe you, some swagger swag yeah <laughs> we, we got plenty of swagger uh it's got uh you know I'm trying to think what's in the the kit uh some dice and uh I don't know a bunch of other stuff it's uh it's it's a fun little uh fun little thing there it's limited there's only I think we're doing 125 of those this year so um it's a it's a good but so you know once you get badge registration done then later on we'll do event registration uh and you know that's where obviously you know VIGs will register a few days before and and get in their games and then uh it, then it opens up to everybody uh, and then, you know, yes, there is a, you know, each game has a, <clears throat> excuse me, a small cost to it. We're not really doing it as a money-making thing. It's really more about, um, just making, I don't know, making sure people, keeping people honest, basically in the, in the game, uh, purchasing department. We, we want people to have some, uh, some skin in the game sort of, uh, when it comes to that. And so if, if there's a little bit of a value to, uh, to those games, um, you know, you're, you're going after the things you want and not overbuying. Basically we don't want people overbuying and then not showing up to games and that kind of thing. So it's just sort of, it's a way to help kind of, uh, you know, monetize and make the system work a little better. Gotcha. So, yeah. So, okay. I think, uh, now I suppose the most important question is when can I register? So VIG's open reg starts what date? Oh, geez. Now, see, now that's the one thing I didn't prepare for. Oh, come on, man. We're talking about event registration. I'm going to the con. Right, I know. I should have had that. I didn't have that up. I had all my, had all my data ready to go. Yeah, though. he's got so. sidetracked. <laughs> what do you know? When is when is normal event registration for the 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 regular badge holder, not the VIG? Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. For both. Oh, here we go. Important dates. Okay. Yeah. Ready? Are you ready, Sean? Yeah. Look at it. Late on me, man. Okay. Uh, so you can start, uh, so we'll release the, the initial games list probably next week, next week. So you'll have an idea of what kind of games are going to be there. So event submission started April 1st, uh, which will run till whenever we stop, which will be probably in September. Um, uh, badge pre-registration June 27th. So June 27th, uh, you'll be able to purchase badges. Um, and that includes regular badges, day badges, weekend, VIG, etc. Um, then, uh, on August 1st, we are going to open up the event registration for the VIGs. So, so a month, um, basically a month, cause you're going to open the event yep. list next week ish. Yep. And then August 1st is really you get the bat. So, and the recommended way to do this is register for your badge first, for sure. Yep. Absolutely. Get it yep. ahead of time. And then when registration opens, whether VIG or regular event, you already have the badge and you don't have to purchase the badge, which takes right. you time. And then you have yep. to, you're going to lose out on events because they're going to get soaked up. 
Yep, exactly right. You want to be you want to be prepared. If anyone who's ever gone through this before, you want to make sure that you know with other events too. You want to make other cons. You want to make sure that you're all ready to go when it comes time to purchase those games. Um, you know, we've got a pretty robust system. Um, you know, Royce Thigpen, who does our uh, our web work, does just great stuff. I mean, we've got a really uh, really good system. We're we're and we're making doing everything we can to make sure that it's got the the full bandwidth that we need to uh, to handle. Uh, everyone registering because obviously you've, you've seen other cons that that's happened with and, and, you know, Oh, you know, Gen Con is the number one that pops into mind and what an absolute uh, nightmare that can be. Um, you know, so we want it to be smooth and easy and fun. Um, so we're doing our best to, to make that as less onerous a, pos- a process as possible. Uh, but yeah, VIGs will, will open August 1st. So you can register for games August 1st if you're a VIG and then everyone else will be September 5th. So that gives a little over a month for the VIGs to, you know, to leisurely sit back, sipping their cognac and their uh, smoking jackets and pick their uh, pick their games one at a time and, you know, and all that. But uh, uh, but they're actually I, I can guarantee you there'll be a run even at the beginning of VIG registration, event registration, because, you know, I mean, there's limited space. I mean, if you want to get into a specific game, there's usually only six tables. And so there's, you know, there may be a lot of people even under the VIGs just vying for the, for those spots, but there's plenty of special guest games. We, we, that we, we guarantee. So, um, and then we'll close pre-registration on the 15th of October. And then we're just in the, the home stretch at that point. So. Awesome. So if, uh, somebody wanted to submit a game, talk to, uh, submit a game, talk to you about a game or an event submission. Mm-hmm. Where do they go to find either Josh or or the game hole submission piece? Sure. Well, um, the, uh, the the best way to do it is to go through the site. You know, you have to have a uh, an account set up on the site. It's free. You can just set up the account anytime. Which uh, is? www.gameholecon.com. Um, and when you get to the site, it's a, it's a great fun site. Uh and there's a lot of lot of information there up at the top. You can find run a game, and it gives you instructions for how to submit games. Um, when when you do that, there is uh, uh, you know there's a form you fill out. You you basically when you hit submit, it it goes into the system. Then it, I see it on my end here, and I say okay, let's take a look at this game and try to make it work the way you want it to work. And that's that's how we do it. Uh, there is a general email site uh, email that will go to the um, Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to find it. They submit the event and they get in. Yeah, well, this, the, the event the event goes through a, through a form, an online form. Um, we do have a uh, – there's sort of a general email. But you can always send one to me. It's just josh at gameholcon.com. So okay. that's pretty easy. Uh, but anyway, uh, you, you know, if you have questions, whatever, I'll be getting back to you one way or the other. There you go. Um, but it's pretty easy. It's a pretty easy process. Uh, the form does not take that long to fill out. Uh, we've got um, some, some neat stuff on there. I think we've got a link that will allow your game to get linked to Board Game Geek, so that way people can look up. Uh, it, you know, you, you're looking on this thing and you're like, "Oh, Terra Mystica board game. What the heck's that about? I have no idea." You know, but you can actually, you know, b- besides the person's uh, description, you can actually go out to board game geek and find out about it and, and see if it's something that's right for that's you. It's a nice little touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. I think so. so minor little details. It's the details. It's that's the right. Details. All right. All right. So that's Josh from game hole. Josh, we on every time that we talk to a guest 
of the show, we run them through skill check. Are you ready to be run through skill check? Hold on. We can take one more sip of coffee here make sure I'm ready to go. <laughs> Woo! Oh, yeah. All right. Skill, Let's go, baby. All right. Skill check. So uh, we'll start it off. Now, this is the fork in the road. GM or player? Wow. That is a great question. Um, but I, I definitely, as much as I love to GM and I do love to GM, I lean towards player. All right, player. Because, yeah. Because I can use I, I can use my uh, my uh, superpowers for, for for evil more that way. <laughs> now that now that it puts into uh, puts into effect the rest of the questions. Oh, okay. Right. So this is kind of a, this is kind of a choose your own adventure I've stumbled upon, uh, isn't it? Something like that. All right. So f- here we go. Player number one: fighter, magic user, thief, or cleric. Ooh, wow. That is a great question. No wrong answers, um, Josh. Oh, I know, I know. I'm gonna say uh, uh, I'm gonna say uh, fighter, but uh, sub variant half orc barbarian. Because uh, you can never go wrong. You can never go wrong with a half orc barbarian. Just the mayhem that ensues. All right, PC death. Great for story, or please don't kill my guy. Um. I am not one of those guys that gets uh, too worked up over that. I mean, I, I, obviously people put a lot of time into their characters and they sort of become, you know, they sort of nurture them and love them and they're their little babies and all that. But, you know, I, I definitely see it as uh, sometimes it, it is part of the story. I don't want it to be, you know, for a dumb reason. Um, but, you know, I've had plenty of characters bite the dust. Uh, in fact, my half-orc barbarian uh, not too long ago bought the dust uh, when we were playing White Plume Mountain and uh in the game hole and uh then i so i uh as a result uh, came up with a, a douchey dragonborn paladin to uh <laughs> piss everybody off <laughs> as a result so you know that that worked out well very nice um yeah all right rules lawyer power gamer and i got something i don't even know what the heck i put up there a-c-t-o-r what the heck is that huh i don't know actor oh that's probably what it is yes <laughs> Why do I have um, I, Well, it's funny because it's like small AC, capital T-O-R. So I'm like, what the hell am I putting? I mean, right. Re- actor, right. Yeah. yeah. So rules role lawyer. Player, yeah. yeah. Rules lawyer, power gamer, or or actor? Definitely actor. Definitely role player. I, I that's, you know, I, and you know, I love Call of Cthulhu. That's one of the reasons why I love, you know, games like that is I, you know, I like to try to inhabit those characters a little bit. And I'm, and I am not a, a, a theater person by, by background at all. So. But it's fun to 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 take that step. All right. So rule zero, or I'm a player and I have rights. Rule zero, or I'm a player and I have rights. What does that mean? Or e- equal rights, I should say. <laughs> oh, in other so words, what's rule zero. Rule zero is the game master's always right. Oh, right. I you know. Yeah. I, boy, I don't know. I I, that, I I think I would fall in the mid, very much in the middle on that one. Uh, you know, I, I I think you know generally the game master is always right as long as they're a good guy game master. <laughs> you know, and uh, not uh, not uh, screwing the party too bad. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you don't want you don't want the inmates running the asylum too much. So, all right, what's all, what's your all time favorite RPG? What's my all-time favorite RPG? Wow. You know, I had the suspicion you might ask me that question. 
I got to say my right now, um, my top three are uh, all time favorite, all time favorite RPG. So there's no uh, favorites. Well, I, I, let me tell you my top three, my, my top three, and then I'll whittle it down. Roll it off, man. Uh, my, uh, <laughs> so the, obviously the new edition of D&D is fantastic. It's, it's a lot of fun to play and really enjoy it. Um, I, am a, uh, I am a big Savage Worlds uh, fan. I, I enjoy Savage Worlds. I like running it as a GM. It's a, it's a great system, and you can have a lot of fun with it. And it, you know the whole dice exploding and all that is just a great, uh, great mechanic. Um, but I think I think I gotta say my top might be Call of Cthulhu. I really enjoy I, I enjoy running it. I enjoy I, I write you know little Call of Cthulhu scenarios and and I enjoy playing it as a player and getting into the role playing stuff. So I think I think Call of Cthulhu might be my top. But it's 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 a it's a close race. It's they're all sort of right there. So what are you playing so, right now? Uh, well, right now we are playing. Um, in the game hall, we are playing D and D five E. We're playing uh, the uh, Princes of the Apocalypse storyline. So the the most recent uh, storyline that's uh, that's coming out right now. So we're we're knee deep into it right now. You like it? Yes. Yeah. It's fun. The the, the new. You know, we 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 did uh, Rise of Tiamat. We played that. Uh, we just finished that up, and now we did new characters and are starting off on Princes of the Apocalypse. But the story is the stories have been great. It's really really good good writing, uh, the, the packaging and everything. It's just a great product. So we've been having fun with it. And I've played some adventures league and here and there and that sort of thing, but yeah. All right. So that's Josh Hoyt from gameholecon.com. Go to the website. If you want to know more about the convention, submit an event, if you're interested in running or at least attend the con come November six, seven and eight, it'll be guaranteed to be a blast. We'll be there. Josh didn't uh, tell you, but we're going to be recording some of those seminars that he's talking about. Oh, right. Make me feel like the complete ass. There. Get- you know what? I want you to know that I have, that I've set up for you. I have set up for you a, a table in the lobby that is exclusively going to be your like, broadcast point. You can, that is the gaming and BS like headquarters right there. And from where all the action is that, I cannot. See, I don't. I'm even, take, who's taking care of you, Sean? I'm taking care of you right I, there. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. I can't, it's just excellent. You're gonna have to. You're, you're gonna have to spend some money though on some night, like a nice table front and all this kind of stuff. So you're gonna need to get like a a, a bat. Yeah, something in the back, like a banner or something. And <laughs> thanks so much for doing that, Josh. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah. Much appreciated. Any last words from you? Yeah. Uh. My pleasure, and and yeah, game harder, man. Just go out there and play. Game harder. There you have it, folks. Thanks again, Josh. 